and it's the Titterpigs, the RPG podcast. Us. Boop. Boop. There we are. Okay. And let's see here. Uh, yeah, we're figuring this out as we go for anyone who's watching. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> we we are live. Um, hold on a second. I apologize as we kind of take a gander at this. Yeah, welcome to our 4th of July shenanigans. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, close. While Scott fiddles around with controls on OBS and YouTube and all that stuff, for anybody that's watching, listening, well, hi, bud. Um, so there's the YouTube chat. You can chat with us in, in through that or through that. I can't English today, even though I am wearing the English hat. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I appreciate that. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. So you can do that, and we will respond that way. Um, we can see it, and you can be part of our shenanigans while we drink beer and do things that Americans do on the 4th of July. Drink beer and blow shit up. Oh, wait, we're not blowing anything up today. Okay. I'm checking if the, t if the uh, chat is working here. So, uh, hi, bud. <laughs> so hopefully Look at that. Uh, Okay, well, then this, this is a good moment to ask our viewer or current viewer if we're sounding okay. Um, hopefully we are. Uh, this is a, kind of a last-minute thing that we've decided to do. And, uh, you know, even though I'm a computer-ish guy, I am not a, uh, a <clears throat> technical giant. So we just threw this together with, with a gumption and tape and good old Merkin ingenuity. And so, ho so hopefully this is uh this is broadcasting fine. So I guess when we do a live stream, we just talk naturally and keep an eye. I'll keep an eye on the chat and see. Uh, he says I can't hear any of you. Okay, Wait, I'm really oh, hoping Bud's being a uh, being a smartass today. <clears throat> right. Hopefully. Hey, not hey, serious. Tor, can you hear us, Tor? Because I don't know if Bud's messing with us or not. Or Tony, can you hear us? I, yeah. I'm really hoping you guys can hear us. Um, okay. Thank you. So Tony Thank can you, hear Tony. us. So Bud's just being the, the royal Bud's pain in Bud. the ass today. Bud's, Good. Bud's. All right. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. The panic look on Steven's face. <laughs> Trust me. Oh. We, we worked on this for like a half hour beforehand. Thanks, so Thanks, Tony. So, Thanks, yes, Tony. All right. Bud, so, <clears throat> well... Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Titter Pigs 4th July Ungrateful Colonial Day Hangout Broadcast Stream something or other. And, impromptu uh, podcast? Impromptu? Well, no, because we have absolutely nothing, no idea what we're going to be talking about. So. That's why it's impromptu. 
exactly. It, it is scheduled, but we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Right. Well, anyways, well, why don't we start with, you know, hi, everyone. Welcome. Uh, for those of you, you know, over in the UK or outside of the US, I hope you're enjoying your, your happy treason day. Uh, for those of us here in the US, I hope you also are enjoying your 4th of July. Um, I did a bit of celebrating yesterday because um, my wife, she's a, uh, she teaches summer school. So rather than party it up today, we had people over yesterday and I'm recovering. Um, it, it was, I really, you know, we all tied one up, tied one on last night. And uh, so I'm kind of, you know, taking a bit of the uh, hair of the dog that bit me. Nice. And to see, see if that can kind of help, help calm me down. I, I think a majority of the issues that we were having getting this set up was um, <clears throat> me not being able to focus. So <laughs> that's the case. Well, yeah. Oh, oh. But. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Keith, I, I don't mean to alarm you, but we do have a surprise guest. Um, oh, as, as Bud announced, uh, any moment now, we are going to have a, a special person on and near and dear to your heart. You know, oh, someone... that's just so fantabulous. <laughs> <clears throat> well, then uh, let me let me pound this beer and go get about six more. Yeah. <laughs> no. So anyways. Um, yeah. So what's new with you, Keith? I mean, you're, um, oh God, what's new with me? Um, yeah. a lot of reading, mm -hmm. a lot of procuring of books. Um, for those that uh, can see over my shoulder here, the, uh, the ginormous elephant sitting there laying on its side on, on the shelf under the DCC book. That is the weird frontiers book. That thing is two and a half inches thick. I got that in the mail the other day. That thing is a monster. Um, haven't really cracked it open yet, but, um, that is, that is a sizable, impressive book. Um, let's see what else. Um, I am reading, uh, I got, well, I got this, um, since we were actually on camera this time, instead of recording and mm -hmm. on camera just to ourselves, I got uh brand colonia as okay. a belated birthday gift from our friend Pookie. So mm -hmm. muchas gracias Pookie. Are uh, you enjoying it? I'm about a third of the way through. Uh, it's actually a quite intriguing book. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, this may be something I decide I, I really want to run here in uh, the near future if it if it continues to read out the way uh, the way that it is. Mm -hmm. It is it's really piquing my interest. So yeah, I like its concept, and I am reading Black Sites for or for not from for Delta Green. So I'm reading through those scenarios. So that's what I've been spending my time doing lately. That and writing some stuff for the for the blog. It's been keeping me busy. Now, didn't you run something yesterday? I did Danger in the Air for Dungeon Crawl Classics. It was the free RPG day scenario mm -hmm. for this year's um, free RPG day. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, so I will keep it to that. It was fun. Uh, I ran it for th four players. Three were DCC veterans that have played before. Uh, one was a DCC newbie. All had mm -hmm. a good time. I give it two thumbs up as a, as a good module, but there are some... It Okay. Okay, go on. I'm going to be kind. This looks like the it, it's really good writing. I like Michael Curtis's work. It needs some TLC from the editor or proofreader. This was it looks a, like it was slammed together pretty quickly. This is a this is the free RPG day entry, right? It is. It is. Okay. I mean, I, I it's not I'm up not to their normal standards, unfortunately. Right. When you read a thing and it says on a save, it says on a success this happens, and then followed right behind on a success this happens. Things like that. Okay. 
I mean, so where it should say on a failure, this happens. And then on a success, this happens. Little things like that. I'm switching between water and beer because nice. But aside from those little quirky bits, um, it played out nice. It took about five hours to play, but it was my first time behind the the screen, the DCC screen in, I don't know, six or seven years. Yeah. So I had to put the training wheels back on for a little bit, but it all came right back to me. That's good to know. I mean, yeah, typical. Yes, but typical, typical editor, editor review. review. I know, but <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, that's not that free RPG is an excuse, you know, for anything, I guess, even subpar or whatever. But I mean, it, it, there are reasonable expectations in, in anything like that. So, and, right. Um, I mean, what was the one from last year? Uh, was it Bass Grim, right? Was that one from last year or one of the ones from free RPG? Well, that, was one, that was one of the ones. Uh, it was a Morkborg-esque inspired right. game. A mm-hmm. um, little pamphlet size one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I, that's one that I read through and ran because when when I was going to run the DCC day game or, or the free RPG day game, unfortunately, no one showed up. Uh, much to your benefit and anyone else that I sent out free RPGs to, whoever I sent them out to, but because uh, he had, you know, my my friend um, uh, Darren, who runs a game shop here in Corona, Critical Hit Games. If you're ever out here, go check it out. Uh, but uh, he's uh, he didn't do it this year because, I mean, believe it or not, and you know this, but the free RPG day packs aren't free um, no, at least quite expensive at, yeah <laughs> at least not for the game store i think the retailers pay about 125 dollars a box mm-hmm. and the expectation is they they can kind of set the parameters but they have to give the content away for free now they can give it away if they if somebody buys a certain dollar value and product in the store whether it be books snacks mm-hmm. uh, things other than rpgs runs games at the store whatever it is they can set some parameters to it, but the intent is they can't, they have to give it away for free. They can't outright sell it. Right. Until some time has passed, but during in and around that time, it has to be free. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not cheap unless they buy several boxes and then there's a slight discount, but. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, oof. and that's what he did. I mean, you know, I, I, what I always promote his store every moment I get and, you know, I'll send out a bunch of information to help promote it and he bought I think three boxes um you know which there was he still has quite a bit of it left uh mind you and you know if, if you want it you can order it from him but but yeah there was you know that you know that bright and cheerful innocent you know person was just like <laughs> you know and, and and i'm there and the hours are ticking by and no one's showing there's yeah. people are showing up but you know it's the typical magic the gathering crew yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, another few more hours went by and that's, that's when you go, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh no, 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 it's, it's, it's not your fault. You, you, you know, it wasn't you who, you know, told me that, uh, this was a great idea and that people would shut up. Oh wait, it was you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, no, I mean, it, oh, it, no. he wasn't upset, upset, but, uh, it definitely was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's rough because, you know, people come in there and they expect, like you said, yeah, they can't outright sell it, but they expect to just show up, grab their freebie and run. Right. That, that that is unfortunately the expectation. Now I've told my, my little local store who participates, uh, final round games for anybody that ever, that's ever out in the, the Charleston, South Carolina area, stop in and see them. You know, it's, it's, it's the only gaming holiday. Right. If, if it's actually such a thing, but it's for us, for gamers, tabletop role players, it's, it's a holiday for us. Right. Mm-hmm. So make it something Right. You know, Magic the Gathering doesn't do pre-release weekends. The other card 
card games don't do pre-release weekends and stuff on or release weekends on free RPG day. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the industry deconflicts, right? right? So it's it's our weekend. Make it a weekend. Make it RPG centric. Advertise the shit out of it. Um, right. You know, promote it. Promote it on Facebook. Promote it in the local community groups. You know, get out there and pitch it and drum up a couple of game masters like yourself, like myself. Well, it's not a titter pigs episode until the cat comes and <laughs> decides to hang out with us. You know, make it an all out event. And he doesn't do that. Unfortunately, he doesn't do it. He'll get, right. he'll get the kit. He'll put it out and people will come in. Now he'll, uh, he'll do a sale like, Hey, if you're, you know, we're, because it's free RPG day, all RPGs are 15, 10 or 15% off, or yeah. it's roll your discount. Buy anything in the store, roll a D20, and that's the discount you get, whatever, whether it's 1% or 20%, roll your discount, you know, that kind of thing. And so he does a kind of a gimmicky thing with it as an event, but doesn't get game masters in there and doesn't really promote it up. And I think it's a, it's a opportunity lost, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, um, so, and he doesn't, some people, doesn't yeah. stock up his game inventory either and that's i think that's an opportunity lost as well there's a lot of game store owners that kind of follow that you know template that motif it's just kind of like they they don't want to extend outside of their personal space at least you know this is kind of like an old school kind of like you know point of view or like there was that game store in your in your neighborhood and it did well as far as you know people coming in but you never saw advertisements they just kind of lived in the this corner and eventually just you know you know, went under because of that. They 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 were yeah. just trying to live on being this exclusive. You know, we're the game store. Why should we spend money on promotion, kind of thing? And right, you know, he does promote and he does live off card floppers. I mean, that's that's yeah. his bread and butter. And he's got two stores about twenty miles apart. Card flopping is his bread and butter. Pays the rent in both stores. I get it. I do get it. You know, and then it, board games are secondary and accessories and then role-playing games are the bottom of the barrel, you know, in that list. I get it. Yeah. But when you want to get role players in there to buy product and you say, hey, I'm going to have a sale on role-playing games and you don't even have the basics, you know, you have just a smattering of D&D books and very little beyond that. I mean, you're really not catering to role-playing games. Yeah. No, unfortunately. True. I, I mean, and, you know, Darren's in the same boat. Uh, once once COVID hit and, you know, like so many people, you were told to close down, you can't have, can't have you know, anything going on. But that's when he started, you know, kind of, he acquired a bunch of Magic of the Gathering singles. And, you know, obviously he kept up his inventory with that and he was selling online and in the back alley, you know, just like he was a drug dealer because technically you, you weren't yeah. supposed to go to the stores, but but these Magic the Gathering people are addicts and and yeah. utterly insane. But uh, for for you know good kind of not you know you know woo. But anyways, well there we go, Keith. We we're gonna get canceled for me saying you know going woo. But anyways, woo! so but but no, and and it kept <laughs> it kept him afloat. And you know I I got the privilege of taking a look at his you know his books recently after he opened up. He didn't you know he just said are you. You know, he wanted me at one point in time to invest in the company or in the business. And so he was, you know, showing me, you know, a, a proposal and whatnot. And I shit you not, Keith. Uh, I mean, a couple months ago, he pulled in 40 grand in Magic the Gathering sales. 
I mean, you know, and obviously that wasn't all profit, but it still was enough to, you know, make a little bit and pay off everything else. But that just boggles my mind that, you know, 40 grand in just one store, mind you, you know, there's card flopper stores all up and down the street that specifically focus on that. And they're making this just as much money also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of money to be made in cardboard crack. Yeah. Jacob does a ton of money in, in singles. Uh, whether it be um, Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. um, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Uh, I know the other two <laughs> stores locally um, transit a lot of Magic the Gathering cards. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. I don't think they do the other games like Jacob does, the, the final round here right around the corner from my house. Right. Uh, but I know, I know it's keeping the lights on for them. Mm-hmm. And there's still even a fourth store. A little further away and they do they do a lot of cards too yeah um but they do they do quite a bit of role-playing games and warhammer and that type of stuff um board games they're probably a little more like your buddy store yeah um yep. now the big store here that you love when i go to mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially when i do like live uh live video feeds from there <laughs> like hey dig in that box mm-hmm. um they do uh, they do exclusively just magic cards for card flopping and um they the only singles they do is magic now when it comes to role-playing games you've seen it they have they they cater to everything yeah whether now they have an ex, they have a ton of like pathfinder a ton of D stuff and then then it branches out from there mm-hmm. call of cthulhu lots of savage worlds yeah new vampire stuff Traveler, Shadow, uh, Shadow Run Fifth Edition. I mean, it just runs the gamut, and it's just bananas on what they have. And then you mm-hmm. start digging in boxes, like magazine size long box or short boxes of older inventory stuff mm-hmm. um, that hasn't seen the light of day in years or decades. <laughs> yeah, and you just find crazy stuff. That's where I found you guys some stuff. Yeah, no, and and I and I kick myself because I think at one point in time you had offered he had a. Uh, Oh, what's the old campaign for um, either Elric or Stormbringer? Is it a Rogue Trader? Not Rogue Trader. It's Rogue something. Uh, Rogue, Rogue Mistress. Mistress. Yes, and I think it was it was still at the price, the original price. Yeah, like I think seventeen ninety five or fifteen ninety five or something <clears throat> silly. Yeah, and <laughs> and I I passed on it, and, and now it's gone. You know, now it's gone. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and probably up on eBay for eighty nine bucks. Uh, oh yeah. But, but yeah, that's 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 one of those moments where it's just you know, and, and same thing with Strategicon and you know all these these things. Yep. Even though you guys slept on a couple of things, you know, it just yep. there's that moment where you kick yourself in the butt. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I obviously, mean, well, to be fair, nobody regrets not picking up uh, Land of the Ninja uh, for for RuneQuest or whatever right. it was called. Yeah, no, right. They're they they like, no, th- throw that in the trash <laughs> and um, pay them to throw it in the trash. Right. And then, uh, you know, light it on fire. But it's crazy, though. You know, you go into a big store like that, and they, they've been around. The Green Dragon is the store, is the name of the store. And it's they had a different name, in, I guess, in the mid-'70s. But they've been around since about 1975, 1976. Mm-hmm. It is bananas how their catering of games has changed. They have a, they have a heavy board game presence, a heavy role-playing presence. But at one time in the 90s, they were a huge... Games Workshop, yeah, crack dealer, you know, in the area, yeah. Um, yeah. and because that's when I used to play Warhammer Fantasy, and you know, I used to spend all my money there, and they, you know, and they were big into Magic then. They still are. It's the thing that still keeps the lights on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but at one time, that was the only place to get anime movies and cartoon series. You would go there and you had they had a video club and you oh. would you'd buy a membership and then you could rent from them. They had their own uh, VHS rental service. Now, were these pirated copies or no, no, the, legit. Yeah. They were actually legit. They had they probably had, I don't know, a thousand VHS tapes. And then over time, those started switching from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And then he finally got out of it, you know, years, and you know, years later. Did, did he also have a bearded uh, curtain in the back for his other videos he was selling or? Uh, that was very possible. Yes, <laughs> very possible. You know, and, he, and then he had um, so that was another that was a service he provided. He did comic subscriptions. I mean, he had so he ran like he had a, a plethora of different you know, revenue streams and catering mm-hmm. to he even had a bank of computers. Like if you want, like when ever crack was like coming up and MMOs were, were really kind of picking up, you could go play there and pay for time on a computer. If you didn't have a computer at home and pay, you know, and pay to play your MMO there and people did. So um, that's what's kept his lights on and stuff. It's crazy, but he doesn't do free RPG day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it is a promotion write off. So, I mean, it's not like right. at the end of the day, I mean, you're at a loss if you, you know, technically speaking, but you write it off as a promotion or advertisement. Right. But he's got the inventory, like role playing game inventory, to really make a, a day out of it or a weekend out of it as a, like mm-hmm. a role playing holiday. The thing is, he knows as well as anybody that role players don't spend money. Sad but true. Um, that's fact. Because they, they're going to they, bring their books. Yep. For the most part, they're going to bring their books. They're going to buy some snacks, but they're going to bring their books. They're going to bring their buddies. They're going to yep. sit and play a game, if they even come at all. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to buy some snacks, and then they're going to go home. Right. I mean, unless someone gets a, a you know, a, a sudden inspiration to run something, you know, it's, you know, you have your set of books, and everyone shares them, and you're, you're good to go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's kind of like the the truth. I mean, we spend money, but I, I I agree with you. Like you know, individually. But if all five of us were going to a store to run, you know, Rankaloni or whatever, and if it was a good game and it's on the shelf, it's fifty fifty. You know, well that was fun. We'll see you next week. Uh, you know, but it, you know, unless it's something that you know really grabs someone or they're a collector, yeah. they're, they're like, you know, no, I I use his books. Yeah, um, exactly. Because, you know, the game master is running the books for, you know, running the game is bringing the books and he's got the milk right. crate full of books. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had this conversation before, right? Bringing the milk crate of their Pathfinder books or their D&D books. And it's, you know, and they got 10 or 12 books in there and then they got everything they need for everybody at the table. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm looking at the chat and, uh, you know, you know, Bud, you know, being prolific as always, you know, asked if we were having Vinegar Sultanas on, which kind of reminded me of that, you know, outside of him just being who he is he's kind of in the rpg news recently primarily because of the um, are you aware of the the changes uh from a you know drive through rpg that just took took hold a few days ago uh no i am unaware of those changes what did uh what did uh what did vinegar and spice do this time well those changes for, for the most part they i mean there's nothing really uh controversial uh there's a couple things that even though they don't outright say it was inspired by, you know, Venture Satanus and what he offered up on, on drive through RPG. If I remember correctly, I'm, you know, I'm obviously that would require research for me to look it up. But if I, if I, you know, remember correctly, 
after the controversial change or before the controversial change with uh, Roe versus Wade here in the States, he put some sort of, you know, heinous RPG just to be a dick. You know, this is hearsay, but uh, this is kind of, you know, I'm sure we can go look it up and know exactly what it is. But primarily, that's what it was. You know, oh, he was, let me go look. Yeah. Stoke. Oh, it's gone. And and after it was removed, they did make certain changes to their, uh, you know, their their rules, so to speak, on not only what you can put on through drive through without written consent. Uh, I mean, they're not putting a full on censorship on everything, but there's certain touchy subjects, you know. Um, you know, oh, that's right, Derek, Dark, or Derek, Dark, uh, whatever. Uh, you know, we'll call him Derek. Uh, but um, we can just call him a douche, right? Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, allegedly, you remember, you got in, in order to protect yourself, you always have to say allegedly. Oh, allegedly, he's allegedly douche. one. <laughs> um. So, but. But anyway, so the rules themselves are kind of uh, one, you know, so so a lot of the things that, you know, harm, you know, if you're going to harm a child in your game, if you're going to do certain things such as that, um, you know, you you need to present it to them. You know, this is, hey, this is what my story is going to be, and they have to vet it. I, I don't know if that was the case prior. I mean, I'm sure, you know, it was kind of like if someone saw something and didn't like it, they would complain and then drive through would then decide you know, whether to keep it on or not. Uh, but I, and I don't know if this is a new thing. Cause I mean, you know, we, we know some people who are very creative and a lot of their horror games and whatnot, which may contain aspects of that. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the, with their change. Mm -hmm. But, but the big thing though, is if you have issues with drive through RPG and whether, you know, anything to do with how they handle, you know, and conduct themselves and you use, you go on to, social medias and you know disparage you know or say anything negative about them they could potentially see that as um combative marketing and cancel your account good on so, them yeah so i yeah so i mean i mean for example once this whole thing and you know venger got his you know stuff taken down or he was about to you know he was using this as you know you know Take my freedom and, you know, you know, America and, you know, everyone, you know, has the right to do whatever they want as long as it's me doing the stuff that, you know, is okay. Everyone else, you know, they can F off. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, and they, they are taking a bit of a stance regarding, you know, th this kind of thing. Now, whenever there's any sort of censorship involved, unfortunately, right. there may, there may be a few casualties uh, because of that. So hopefully there's not, but, you know, that, that does put a bit of, um, I think it may make certain things a little bit more difficult or people question what they put on drive through uh, as far as, you know, certain aspects of their game. But more importantly, they're trying to stop, you know, you know, you putting your, 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 your piece on there, you know, your, your RPG, it's not selling, you're blaming drive through. This is, this is nonsense. And, you know, they're, they're trying to shut me down and they're trying to censor me and then they'll go, well, stop it or else you're going to be taken off. And if you continue after your warning, you're gone, you're taking your, permanently banned from drive through with, with that account. So, so yeah, for the record, I just pulled up Venger's website. So Oof. just because I like to do my research here. So, uh, okay. Let's, uh, let, let, let's, let's dissect this a little bit. Okay. So first off, um, I'd like to say PayPal should investigate him because he's trying to avoid their terms and services. So yes, I'm just on the record. PayPal, if you're watching, which I know you're not, you should you should investigate him. Uh, so obviously he doesn't like 
their stance. He doesn't right. like anybody's stance except no. his. So right. we all we all know that. We all accept that. And yes, Paul, demonstrably is probably a better term than what I used. He's allegedly demonstrable. Yes. Yeah. Um, he has stated on his website that um, if you want his uh, anti-abortion themed chalt scenario, uh, send him your drive-through RPG email address. If you okay. want his alternative pride scenario, yeah. uh, you need to PayPal him your three dollars and give him your drive-through RPG email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, but send it to him as friends and family, so he openly he states so he can avoid the uh, the fifty cent fee. Right. Yeah. That, I mean that that's avoids terms and services since he's a business. And and he has that live. <laughs> Oh, it's right on his website. On his blog. Right on, his, on his blog, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Which by now, hundreds, if not, you know, several hundreds of people. Tens and taken. tens of people have read this. Oh, well, no, I'm talk- not talking about his followers. I'm talking the people like <laughs> who specifically follow him just to, you know, show people, you know, what an alleged douche he could be. So there's people who have taken snapshots of, snapshots of this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they've already you know, submitted it to, um, Oh, I wouldn't be, it would not surprise me. I mean, I'm not going to submit it. I don't, I'm not, he's not worth my time and effort, no, but, no. um, it wouldn't surprise me if others have already done so. Right. Um, but yeah, this is in, this is in, I, apparently that's in response to, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's hard to read his, his ramblings here, but maybe he can't sell those on drive through anymore. I don't know. I'm not sure. Right, I I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do Paul. Two two people have read it. His mom and me now, apparently, <laughs> and all of you by uh, by proxy. So, anyways, uh, oh, here we go. Is this it? Um, let's see. Yeah, the community guidelines. The community guidelines have been updated and changed. So, it's people are calling it the you know the the Venger clause or the you know the Derek rule or, or something like that. So, um, yeah. That's that's kind of that's that's you know what's new and going on with with drive through so to speak. So well, I for one don't have an issue with it um, mm-hmm. personally. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, if you're promoting like super duper cringy hate hate speech stuff, then yeah, you yeah. know your shit probably deserves to be in a bin. Where where's that fine line between art and the artist? Well. You know, that's that's a that's a point of debate and discussion. Right. Um, are they going to come down with the super ban hammer? Probably not. I think they're probably trying to make sure that people like him right. uh, don't throw into the mix scenarios or product that are purposely misleading and demonstrable and yeah scapegoating and instigating when when there are these big political pendulum swings like we like we just have with the Roe v Wade and things like that that are are very sensitive um right. and others soon could could potentially follow here in the US mm-hmm. um you know where people are very supercharged about it on on either side yeah and so i mean but i mean it's not the platform for that i mean you know if if you want to bitch and moan about whatever you know go do it on your well, side. apparently he's found another platform to go take his hate-filled crap to. I don't know oh. what this website is. I'm not going to say what it, no. what this website is, but apparently you have to pay f- <laughs> to have access to his stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, Doctor Mitch has popped in, and you know <laughs> we we apologize. Uh, Keith Keith will get out a squeegee 
and he'll wipe down his screen and hopefully that effect will, you know, I'm going to go bleach over. my eyes. So, um, I, I, I'm just going to have like white eyes when I'm done. Just, I, I'll be blind. I'm going to bleach my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, but, but, you know, Venger thinks sophistication is sticking to necessary apostrophes and sentences and laughing at people who mispronounce his nonsense words. So yes, Eric, um, Eric, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, we 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 got the joke once. You you don't need to continue with that. So, but yeah, and then then we got Doctor Mitch again. What what's gets gets me is he's likely to be the first to moan about making things political. Yeah, I mean, what the f is if is this if not political? And yeah, it, it I mean, it's that's that weird kind of snake eating its tail situation with with people such as that. It's like, hey, let's not have politics in our game, okay? So by the way, here's my new game that makes fun of, you know, Roe versus Wade or any other situations that's happening, you know, in America, but or, it's not political. Yeah. Or Pride Month or transgender yeah. or um, pedophilia yeah. or whatever, whatever his, uh, you know, topic yeah. du jour is. Yeah. yeah. So, well, anyways, <clears throat> yeah. So wipe down your screens. Hey. Uh, we'll move on, you know, to, to something else. Uh Something, I feel no, violated. I, got, I need a shower. Yeah, just just have another drink. It'll okay. It'll, it'll clear it up. And I'm I'm having a hard time. I'm trying to open. I've got a Samuel Smith's uh, nut brown ale here, and my bottle opener won't open it. So I hope there's you know I hope it's still okay inside. But we'll figure that out later. Um, Use question. your teeth, <laughs> dude. Do, do you not remember me? You know, chipping my tooth a while back, and how long it took to, to repair that thing. Oh, that's Avenger, right. It, uh, so the 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 VCon is next. Uh, is in like two weeks. It's like I think later it's the same this time month. It's Gen Con, isn't it? Is it the same weekend as Gen Con? I don't know. That requires me to look up something else. Oh, hold on, I'll go back. To. No, no, no. Okay. Well, while you're looking, question: Have you played Alice is Missing? I have not. I have it. I've reviewed yeah. it. I want to play it. Um, okay. Where's would Lloyd when we need him? Because Lloyd loves that game. Would you be interested in seeing a movie based on Alice is Missing? That would be fantastic. I bet you well, that would make a great movie. Well, good news, because <laughs> it is actually uh, in the process of becoming a movie. The uh, I believe it was just announced last week. Are you freaking serious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Alice is Missing is getting a film adaptation. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually going to be someone. I don't know, obviously, when something like this is announced, it could be three years from now it could you know it could obviously go into you know script hell whatever the case may be but officially sure. um i don't know the gent who created alice is missing but um and once again i could look it up but uh but anyways he uh yeah he announced that uh yeah it's been optioned as a movie wow so I, I, okay i'm excited yeah. about that i love the concept of it mm -hmm. um everybody i've talked to that's played it has really enjoyed the game. I've never run into anybody that has not enjoyed the game. They have the the whole idea of like the the first ninety minutes or so is there there's there is discussion and stuff, and there's the game setup where you're building your town and doing all of the community play stuff, and then you have the the last ninety minutes because that's where you have the running timer, and, it, and then everything goes silent, and you're playing with your cell phones or through an app, right? Mm -hmm. Like WhatsApp or whatever whatever you're using. Um, text messaging and then everything at that point there's no speaking it's yeah uh, has really enjoyed it but once you you kind of have to get over that mental 
uh, hurdle of, you know, the 90 minutes of the game is absolutely quiet because you're supposed to be technically it's like you're playing remotely. So you're not in the same physical space as somebody to be able to have that conversation. And that's what that's mimicking. But you can if you can get over that mental hurdle, it can be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Tony asks, is that is it going to be a silent movie? Well, I, I when I found out, I cracked the joke. It's it's going to be the first movie where you're actually encouraged to bring your phone out and be on it through the whole movie. Uh, but uh, so that that begs the question: is you know, is it going to be somewhat interactive, or is it strictly you know just going to be everything on screen and you're just watching what happened? Because I've never played it, but you you said you've read and reviewed it. Yep. Is is the quote unquote Alice who is missing? Is there a singular reason why, or is that just for whoever is playing it to come up? With? No, so there are variable options. There are, if I remember correctly, there are three different options that are drawn at random. Okay. Um, basically, like the scenario premise of why Alice is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, as to why Alice is missing, and that's what the players have to find out why she's missing. Okay. Um, through through the gameplay, through the narrative unfolding. Well, obviously, it's it's in good hands. Uh, you know, the the designer's name is uh, Spencer Stark, and he's co-writing the script uh, with a, a you know director. Her name is Becca Gleason, I believe, um, and it's being produced by Temple Hill. Which you know has you know produced. Stark also did um, not kids on bikes, but uh, if I remember right, I think he did kids on brooms. Okay. Or kids uh, in so, space, one of the two. So Temple Hill is actually the production company that that houses and has produced some of your favorite movies, Keith. Um, you know, The Maze Runner, which I know you you've watched from beginning to end. The The Fault in Our Stars, and all the Twilight movies. Um, see what you can't see is behind Keith's chair, even though you see the one ring on the side, what he's blocking is, is his entire twilight collection, every book, every, mo- oh, okay. Sorry. That's, that's, that's my wife. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's once again, this, the Alice is missing. This is, is twilight. Like, the one that's in Louisiana. I don't know. It's the, the movie one, series. Spark, sparkly vampires. I don't know. Where Are they in Louisiana? Made. Can somebody answer that? Is that in Louisiana? <laughs> ask your, ask your wife. I know she's off camera. She's asleep. No, she, oh. she's she's in more shape than I was this morning. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yes, yes. For for those who just who just popped in, better her uh, than you. <laughs> we we celebrated the the technically the Fourth of July yesterday because tomorrow is not a holiday and she's teaches summer school, and she did not want to you know go in like she's feeling now. So we had a few people over and we you know had some drinks well late into the evening and you know I you know woke up a little bit you know worse for wear but she is still. You know, out. They were recovering. So, uh, but yeah. So I. I so the okay. Alice so I've seen True them. Blood. Oh yes, yes. That's the other vampire movie. That's yeah. I've that's, seen those sparkly vampires. Yeah, those aren't sparkly, but you know, a lot of them are damn sexy. Uh, yes, my my. <laughs> so I've seen those. So yeah, ah! my 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 wife is a a Skarsgård uh, fan, aficionado, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Skarsgård is on that ridiculous list that some couples have of like you know. If by some random chance I get locked in a room with with Alexander Skarsgård or whoever, what one of the Skarsgård brothers, um, and you're not there, I'm allowed to pursue him. And they're like, sure, <laughs> by all means. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, it, it, now as Alice is missing, is this a is the scenario with with kids? So I mean, this is like a young adult kind of thing that's going on through through the whole situation. They are all f- Alice's friends. 
they have some type of connection to Alice. Got it. Got it. Um, Alice, there, there are different Alice's mm-hmm. um, in that are chosen at random. And so there's a card that'll depict Alice's the type of Alice. So right. um, and then, you know, her spider work of friends and that's who the players are. You know, it could be a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend, you know, and it's, you know, a best friend, an estranged friend, um, somebody in passing from school. Uh, you know, it's this network of of acquaintances, right. some closer than others. Alice has gone missing. There's, you know, a, a wanted, you know, a wanted poster and nobody knows why Alice is missing or where she's gone. But in the end, you find out what happened to Alice. Okay. Excuse me. And if I remember right, there's like three possible outcomes, three or four, but I think it's three possible outcomes as to what happens to Alice. Okay. So you, you tech technically you have at least the re- replayability three times. There is replayability with it. Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, good. Especially if you're using a different group of players. Uh, I would definitely use a different group of players just because you could end up with some, some commonality between games. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember where I have my copy. I think yeah, my it's, copy's in a box. Yeah, it's so I mean it's but, a small little box too. It's, yeah, it's it's know. a very small, small format box. I don't ah. have it handy, otherwise I would open it up, take a look at it real quick. But ah, sorry, I was working on removing this. So nice. Yeah, it's it's a nice game. It's it's got a small form factor. Everything's mm-hmm. in this nice little box. Yeah. Uh there's an app that uh, I believe is fully integrated with Discord. Yes. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I was, I was laughing at uh, Sue's comment. Uh, my, my husband forced me to watch the baseball scene from Twilight, which is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen on film. Sue, I feel your pain because likewise, I, my wife made me watch it in all the movies. And um, yeah, I, mm-hmm, yep. I just, you know, just sat there with a smile on my face and watched the clock tick by and, <laughs> and she, you know, like, Hey, great. That's over. She's like, no, 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 no. There's four more. Oh God. You know, I, I, my kidneys are bleeding. Um, so I should probably go see a doctor right now, but I guarantee you we'll watch it later. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's an so, acquired taste. Um, returning yes. back, let's come back yep. full circle to, uh, barf con. I mean, um, vinegar and saltines con 2022. Oh, the Eric con. Wait, hold da, on. Da I Eric take, con. I take it back. No, it's the Eric con, but go on. <laughs> Excellent. That is the last weekend of this month. Oh. The last update on the Tabletop Events page, which is what mm-hmm. links uh, from his last blog post about his, uh, that we were just previously talking about. Mm-hmm. His news update, last one posted, was from February of this year. At that time, he posted publicly that only had 14 attendees. Um, there is no schedule posted. I thought there was, but apparently there's not. <laughs> Uh, so events schedules, uh, come up blank. So I don't know if that's a good sign or bad sign. Hey man, we're just going to improvise this thing, you know? Um, but it's on Friday, the 22nd, 23rd and 24th of July in Madison, Wisconsin. It's limited to 100 people at $100 each for the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing but old school OSR and traditional RPGs. (sighs) Yeah. 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 Well, we have time. We we can go there first before we go to Gen Con. Uh, no, yeah. sir. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> oh, perfect. Tony's going to go for his birthday. So, Tony, you know, please, 
let us let us know how it goes and uh you know take Tony, plenty of take pictures. a lot of bleach you're gonna need to sanitize yourself <laughs> some lye oh. soap you're gonna scrub all your skin off <laughs> uh, okay we're done talking about that yeah so your newest hot mess. one of your newest uh purchases was uh Brancolonia, which which you mentioned earlier. That was a gift, uh, that wasn't a purchase. Oh, that's right. That was a gift. But one of yes. your latest acquisitions, so to speak. Yes. Um I received something in the mail uh What'd you get? that uh, uh, it's it's an older game and it's one that I've never played and I and it's one of those things like I do sometimes. This only costs 10 bucks. Someone was selling it, you know. You know when people post RPGs or things outside of the um uh outside of the uh category that's kind of where you find certain deals because you'll right. look at it by name you may find something outside you know they're selling socks uh a coffee mug and a copy of uh amber diceless role-playing oh uh, and you got it for a tenor yes holy uh, jesus that's a steal so but i've never i mean i know the history of it I, I have never read uh, the you know the, the stories, the fiction, so I'm completely unfamiliar with you know the the setting itself. Right. Uh, but but have you played it? I mean, have, do you? Have I have any not. Sort of, I've okay. I think I've owned it twice. Every time I try to get it read, I get I either get bogged down in it or some other new shiny comes through the door, and I'm like, oh, right, new book, and then I get sucked into something else. Okay. So so. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to page through it because you know obviously the the aspect of diceless role playing whether it's um uh you know whether it be a tongue in cheek joke or people are serious about it there's there's kind of like a division of like you know you know if I if I don't get to roll me dice I don't want to give it the time of day right you know, whereas people who aren't rolling dice uh you know this is this is I'm not going to say this was like the beginning of you know, let's just tell a story and we don't need the dice to determine how things go because I'm not familiar with the game. But yeah, I guess it's, you know, it was uh, innovative. I mean, he was the one of the authors, wasn't he, for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, Palladium uh, game? If, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was. I, could I be believe wrong. so, but don't uh, don't quote me on that one. Yes, a Amber was instrumental in getting the evil hat guys started on their journey because they, they did a version of it. Uh, uh, I forget what it was called. Uh, but yeah, they, they kind of, I believe it was, yes, Wujik. Anyways, the, the primary reason that I, I wish I re I'm at, almost at that chapter in the, um, uh, designer and dragons audiobook, which, uh, is available and, you know, out there now listening to the nineties and this, there's a whole chapter on, you know, the Amber Diceless role-playing and kind of like how, you know, it got very popular and then, but right uh, now, have you played anything that is diceless uh besides that or have i you know that's I mean, a good question well, i gotta think for, about this well for example alice is missing that's there's no dice involved in that is no there? there's no dice but i have not played it um right. i gotta think about that god no, i mean nothing's coming to the top of my head i guess i mean mm -hmm. i'm more of a trad gamer in that sense i like my dice however i i own games obviously that are that don't use dice like mm -hmm. i have a las vegas <clears throat> which uses tarot cards okay. but i haven't I haven't played it. Uh, I obviously own Alice is Missing. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, that's yeah. So yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I, we I need I to do play more diceless games. I or or the one, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I would like to at least read one of the you know the, the 
the fiction novels, just to kind of get a general idea of, of the setting, is I know people love it. There's people who swear by the setting. I'm not necessarily a role playing game, but because um, Amber Amber stuff, I remember right. That's is that Rogers Zelazny? Zelazny? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've read a few of them, but God, that was decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to reread some even before I ventured into that. So besides your DCC game that you run, have you got any other gaming in, you know, this past weekend or week? No. No. Uh, yeah. Well, our. Yes. 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 Um, Impossible oh my God. Landscapes. Impossible Landscapes. Mm hmm. That's like my gaming these days is work is bonkers Monday through Friday right now. So gaming's been kind of relegated back to the weekends like an adult and it sucks. So, so you and I are in, in the Impossible Landscapes game without oh, yeah. spoiling anything. How do you feel things are going? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say anything without spoiling it. Um, I can, you can well, give a what, look. because well, What I can say is, can I have that bleach? Can you pass the bleach? <laughs> yeah. Well, like as, as, as Bud pointed out, Marvin is still just, you know, walking around the hotel, just screaming. Just, um, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy rat hunting, everybody. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a absolute bonkers campaign and we have only scratched the surface. Yeah. We just played a what? Our, uh, I think 26. Bud can confirm this. I think that was our 26th session in just over a year. Because mm -hmm. we play what? Every two weeks, give or take. Mm -hmm. With some longer longer breaks in between for family reasons and whatnot, right? And uh, I mean, it is absolutely fantastic campaign. But because of decisions we've made in the in the game, we have missed sections, entire pieces, parts. Yeah, okay. So Bud confirmed twenty six. Yeah, um, we've we've missed pieces and parts of it uh, mm -hmm. because of decisions we've made uh, have taken us down different paths and corridors within the story. Which is I love a I love a scenario or a campaign that's designed that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not linear in any in any capacity. It right. has all kinds of sidings and turnings and and multiple pathways to get to the end. And mm -hmm. I have no idea where where we are, what we're doing, how we got here, how how do we get out of here, how do we find the end, what's at the end, who we are, where we've been. Right. Um who I was, who I will be, and what's real and what's not. Right. And have we done all this before? Because I'm really not sure. Yeah, that, that's uh, just to know, I saw Sue's uh, chat pop up. And yeah, Sue's uh, playing in it also. And <laughs> I, I've seen, you know, she kind of has a bit of a veiled updates, you know, when right. she updates it on Twitter. And, you know, I, I, it is surprising because I kind of feel like, and there's other people who've done it, that they're in different you know, uh, sections and they progressed farther than we have for the most part. But yeah, every, <laughs> it seems like everyone, uh, has a totally different experience, but yeah, equally horrible. Uh, yeah, from, I'm, uh, I'm watching the, I'm watching the things, uh, the comments pop yeah. up in the chat about it. Yeah. But I, I, I've, I do have to say though, that we would probably be, if we were streaming this live, we would be the most boring let's play ever because there's entire sessions of just us discussing what we're going to do um and then the next yeah. session we'll 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 do it and then we'll pause and then we'll discuss what we're going to do next and so there, there's a lot of kind of like these you know leapfrog moments throughout the whole game and, and it's because we don't trust 
anything. No, <laughs> we don't even trust ourselves. No, no, we don't trust ourselves. Uh, you know, there, there's literal times where I'm banging my head against my desk. Uh, and just to the, the, the joy of Bud, you know, watching just me grind my teeth in utter frust- frustration as, you know, not just my character, but as a player too, you know, and we, we've coined this wonderful phrase for when things get ultra, you know, intense and then, you know, just, you know, fucking debt willer. Uh, yes. Yeah. And which, you know, is, is not, you know, meant to say anything disparaging against him. It is no. just an expression, you know, when, when things right. get really heinous. It's, or it's meant with all sincerity and love. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's meant in a good way. Sue, I need to read your comments, uh, your veiled comments on your blog and get caught up on them on your, on your player's experience. <laughs> Cause yes. I want, you know, because I'm sure your players are having a, in a good way, a horrible experience, just as horrible as our experiences in a good way, because <laughs> it's everybody's experience with Impossible Landscapes has to be different because there's so many different pathways, even mm-hmm. to where we are in the story. There's so many different ways you can go and things you can do to get to where we are, like things that we didn't do or should have done, could have done, might have done, maybe did, didn't do. Yeah. Thought we did, but didn't do. Oh yeah, there's, thought we there's didn't a lot do, of, but we did. There's um, a lot of things that are, I'm sure, are going to bite us in the butt because we either did or didn't do anything. Yeah, you know, or things that we did. And I've got thirty some odd pages of session notes <laughs> that I've been taking, uh, and and there's more that we've forgotten about because they were like handwritten notes somewhere else, and from like yeah. the first session that got lost somewhere. You, so we've you got almost it- forty pages of notes somewhere. <laughs> You should give it to people who have actually played the game and completed it, and everyone can just compare their insane rambling notes. Because I'm sure if you just read them straight out, it would sound like you were out in the woods uh, writing your manifesto uh, before you, you know, sent out the next. You know, it would uh, it would read as if a an insane moron, yes, an insane moron made mindless notes (laughs) while playing a bonkers game. That's exactly what was happening. So, so when you get Pookie twitching in discomfort, you know, you've cracked them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yeah. was my, my, my question was kind of a, a, you know, a veiled attempt, you know, obviously, yes, we, we've played, uh, yeah. impossible landscapes, but you also played something else this week. Um, with, with <laughs> well, okay. So, so you want to talk about the, uh, yes, the, the unicorn in the room. We, yes, we, we, should, okay. you know, for those. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, it wasn't last Christmas. It was the previous Christmas, I believe, that I... It was for I, your birthday. For my birthday. Okay, for my birthday, I received a copy of, you know, one of the greatest role-playing games of all time. Uh, and then after I set aside, you know, this this beautiful, you know, uh, Warlock game, uh, you know, that Pookie sent, there's this other box. And as I opened it up... You know, there's a raptor on the cover. Uh, there is other things, and I oh, Tingleverse, ha ha! This is this is funny. And knowing what Keith knows, and you know, obviously what other people tend to tend to follow is if you provide someone with a gift, an RPG game, they're obligated to run it for you at some point in time. Uh, so so thus began the many many weeks months. Uh, Almost over, well, well over a year, and a year of, and a half. Yeah. So when are we going to run it? How about next Thursday? Great. And then next Thursday would come up. It's like, oh, I'm busy with work. Let's reschedule. It and became 2020 never. 
But 2020 right. never finally happened last week. Right. So so eventually Keith and uh you know Debbie, who I don't don't think is is here currently, and Pookie, uh, they were part of the um oh god, I'd let me look it up real quick. <clears throat> Just so I can I don't want to misquote <laughs> my own game. Hold on. Uh here we are. And Sue wanted to hear about this. So yes, yeah. Sue. Welcome to our Tingleverse. So Keith, <laughs> and you know, Keith was you played a unicorn, right? Well, ish, ish. Um, and uh, Debbie played a raptor. Yes, and, named Blue. And, and Pookie uh, decided to just do his own thing, which was awesome. And he brought back, um, uh, he brought back um, Frau Blucher from uh not know, doing DC, it not doing DCC, it dcc dark trails yeah but he wasn't playing frog blucher he was playing heidi the goat who actually saved the day uh when when they when they were down and out and about ready to die excuse me in the dcc role-playing game that that i ran god oh, almost two years ago they tossed the goat uh at the demon which which ended up knocking him back into his portal and saved the day and from that point on pookie was always known as the goat tosser uh <laughs> But anyway, so oh. back to Tingleverse. So Rob Luker, Heidi, Heidi the uh, the goat, uh, Debbie the raptor, Keith the uh, the unicorn. They were all employees at the Billings I ninety Gas and Gulp Mini Market Shoe Repair and Detective Agency, and they were sent out to investigate and find the reasoning for the disappearance at Ram Ranch. Yeah, so it that's was fantastic. <laughs> So let, let me let me give you Keith's uh, Keith's impression of the game since Scott since Scott ran it Keith was a player so Scott devised the scenario all all him, himself this was not anything that was published by Doctor Tingle himself this was not part of the the Tingleverse book it was a, it was a very interesting scenario it dealt with uh, movie characters and electronics and uh, just general weirdness flashing back of sorts to like old TV movie characters coming to life. It was very, very cool. Uh, the characters were a menagerie of bonkers. Yes, bud gracefully declined to play <laughs> for the record. Yes, bud, we know. Um, and everybody else should know, but bud would have made a great character in this game. I know it. I just know it. Another Raptor with assless chaps, bud, you would have done a fantastic job. <laughs> Um, so Debbie, Debbie's character was named blue. It was a, it was an orange Raptor with blue stripes, um, kind of a melancholy type character because blue knew he was a, a figment of Dr. Tingle's imagination. Uh, Heidi, the goat, uh, was fantastic as, uh, with her sidekick, Frau Blucher, um, who was a strange, promiscuous old German woman. Yeah, that was always fun. I, I've, I've run into Frau Blucher in a, in a, uh, weird frontier scenario before too so because mm -hmm. that was the third time she's been in the game now yes i believe so yes and then my character marty uh i modeled marty as a unicorn but actually marty was a zebra in disguise as a unicorn because mm -hmm. there was no no zebra stats but there was a unicorn and i played him like marty from uh, madagascar so he was really obnoxious but he was very charismatic so and he had a fetish and the fetish was fantastic. He had a butt fetish, so he was always talking about butts and looking at butts. And when he could, he would sniff a butt. So it was just 
he it was one of his character um uh his characteristics one of his things that he had that i said right. to pick something so i'm like fetish butts why not right um it was tinkleverse so so yeah great. so so there's a there it's what it was was a local dude ranch um slash resort spa uh that was just outside of billings montana and and so but it's it's one of those where people pay good money to go pretend to be cowboys for a day well we start talking about tingleverse and our uh viewer count goes down (laughs) (laughs) great uh but uh but yeah so it 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 was i I gotta say um and we i think we're all in agreement here uh as much fun as it was to run the game and we just you know went you know gone so crazy and just had a great time with it and a lot of innovative kind of, you know, just weird for the sake of weird stuff within uh, the book itself. The rule set slash system sucks is busted. I mean, it is literally, yeah, <laughs> it, it literally was just, we were constantly having to stop because it, it, it had this odd ascending, descending dice situation where, you know, if you have a plus in something, it means a negative to your die, you know, somewhat to that going away. And if you have a plus, you know, if you have a negative means plus, but only in certain instances. So sometimes you were ro- trying to roll over. Sometimes you're trying to roll under with a 20 sided die. And it got to the point where the game got dragged down so much. We're just like, you know, just wing it. You know, if, if, if we know if it's a good roll, great. We know a one is a critical failure. 20 is a critical, you know, success. So if that happens, right. we move on. Yeah, it just uh, got... It just got, I don't know, the stupidity of some of the uh, just adjudicating the rules was was problematic. But right. The narrative was fun. Uh, The story that we told was fun. And we want to we want to play part two, Scott. So you're going to have to like write a second part to that. Oh, yeah. No, the 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 Billings Gas and Gulp, uh, you know, uh, Mini Mart uh, Shoe Repair and Detective Agency crew uh will live again and what was your mystery machine i I, it was a uh what was it again it was a an edsel named eddie it was a convertible edsel and i remember we were driving down the highway headed out to the the dude ranch and um my unicorn horn was on like a little cord it was my disguise and as we were driving it was starting to slip back and when we when we stopped at the dude ranch I had to snap my head forward to put my in my horn slid down my down my head a little farther and I had to put it back into place. That was the first indication that I wasn't really a unicorn. So, but you guys successfully solved the mystery of the disappearances at Ram Ranch. Yes, but it uh, so left yeah. us on a cliffhanger that we have to continue with. Well, the 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 general manager there, uh, you, you you recall his name? What was it? Say say well, the line. I was calling him <laughs> Cupcake, but no. Peanut butter cup. Peanut butter cup uh, is his real name or nickname, yeah, so, but I was yeah, calling so him Cupcake. Yeah, so there was, you know, it was his name was Peanut Butter Cup. It's the the book itself and the game is as ridiculous as you think it's going to be, um, oh, yeah. and not as erotic as you would expect it to be. You know, as far as you know, some of his other books are done, but it's there's leanings towards that. But you you could still have, you know, a, a tongue in cheek fun time with the setting and some of the ridiculous aspects that you know yes would you call Obviously, it family friendly no uh, sure i mean well well it can be i mean okay. there there's plenty of you know what would be considered standard uh role-playing tropes within the game but there's also the 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 man with no eyes with penises for hair or no eyes or mouth with penises for hair so no i mean well it depends on your family i should say <laughs> okay, so i guess fine. i guess you know it may not be family friendly friendly for my family 
but others, you know, if, if, if that's the, if that's the way they roll, then, you know, more power to them. But yeah. So, so yes, if, if you're looking for someone who is, you know, wildly creative and just puts out a bunch of ridiculous stuff, it's a book that you can pull stuff from, uh, and have fun with it, whether you run it straight Tingleverse or you're just using the ridiculous stuff that he has in there. But for the most part, Oh God, it's uh, Tingleverse. Run it, you said run straight. It. That's funny. Run, run it with something else. The, the, the rules just, mm. so Tony, yes, your son would find it hilarious. Yeah. And, and, and now it goes on the shelf, uh, to gather dust, uh, with till the next games. scenario to the next yeah, session. Till, yes. Until, until you, until you send me one of the, you know, Hey Scott, guess what? There's a bestiary. Happy birthday. Um, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. so. Yes. Or the scenario book. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just realized it, it's, it's a, been a busy week because on top of that, I ran um, the current version of Deadlands for my son and his friends, uh, which we had an absolute blast with. Uh, I, I know you're not a, you know, a big fan of Savage Worlds for the most part, right? Fair. That is fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I mean, but you don't like it's it's not like Tingleverse. Like I hate it. I don't want to play with this again. It's just not your cup of tea. Right. Not my cup uh, of tea. But no, they they absolutely loved it because they we I introduced them to Deadlands years ago and they they loved that version of it. And then when I backed the Kickstarter, you know, it, it arrived and like so many things, once the Kickstarter arrives, you're busy doing something else on the shelf. It went right. Uh, but uh, but no, they made characters. Uh, they had an absolute blast playing the game. It's different. You know, then then the there's some things that they've they've removed from the previous version of uh, the Savage Worlds Deadlands that I still have to kind of get to get to terms with. Um, but uh, for the most part, it seems to be more streamlined than what it was. So Deadlands uh, or uh, Weird Frontiers? Oh, when Weird Frontiers arrives, yes. Uh, I I I mean I'm DCC fanboy, uh, but they want to play Deadlands. It wasn't me pushing the game; they actually okay. wanted to play it. Okay. So you know. So I That's will fair. comes comes to, you know, my son and you know his friends, I will gladly run whatever they want. Just the fact that they're asking is, you know, 90% of it all. So gotcha. Gotcha. So, I remember when my son used to ask for me to run games. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. Now he's almost 21 and yeah, not anymore. So yeah. Well, God, we've been doing so, this for an hour and 15, my friend. I know. Do you, do you have anything going on this afternoon? Um, uh, I've got the outlaws. I mean, the in-laws to hang out with. Okay. It is 4th of July. So, you know, yep. we got to, we got to do those family things today. Well, uh, my, my dad just came here. He wanted to come over for a little visit. So I'll be hanging out with him. You guys uh, got RuneQuest today too, don't you? We do have RuneQuest today. Yes. Later this afternoon, we'll be joining yep. Pookie's campaign. Uh, me, uh, you know, Bud. Um, they hide a Varina and dinner for me as she's running across the landscape. So, yeah. As you so see either, my character uh, running after her um, bison up on the horizon right. on a ridge line, chasing mm -hmm. after it. If yeah. she's not being drugged behind it. Oh, drag just signed it. on. Hi, Pookie. Glad you could join us. Uh, it looks like we're kind of wrapping up here. Uh, so, but uh, you were, you were mentioned several times, you know, one way or another. Definitely but, uh, related to uh, villainy and scum, but um, yes. <laughs> um, we've dunked the tea in the, in the Harbor. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else have we done? Fancy some tea. We have plenty. I'm going to make tea here in a few minutes downstairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to throw the rest in the Charleston Harbor. Okay. Or I'm so, going to do what the uh, colonials did in real life. I'm going to, I'm going to hide it, uh, with the gunpowder under the provost marshal's, uh, dungeon in downtown Charleston. 
for two and a half years. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a day to celebrate the reason why we're here. And that's because a group of re- religious zealots that were uptight too much for even the British were sent over here. And thus this wonderful thing that we live here now has come to where we're at. Yeah. So, so thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for kicking thank our you. forefathers out. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you could have just sent us to, I don't know, Scotland. <laughs> you didn't have to send us all the way over here. Things would be so much better. But anyways. I don't think it would have been I, any better in Scotland. Great. Well, there goes our Scottish demographic. Thanks. Oh, Steve. yeah. We dropped uh, by one. See, look at that shit. <laughs> well, uh, but, well, what are we going to do with our, you know, plus our negative, uh, you know, Scottish listeners that we have in our analytics? So um, um, well, we'll see our one Scottish fan in uh, at Gen Con because we'll be in Gen Con in a month. Now, since Doc Cowie lives up there, is he officially Scottish or is he just there living? That's I think that's our one scottish listener we will ask doc cowie when we see him at gen con in yes, 30 days yes, from today yes cool well everyone thanks he buys for us all a beer because he's he's a doc and well yeah he can buy us he, <laughs> he, <can afford> <laughs> <it. laughs> he can afford it <laughs> well everyone thank no. you for popping in this this was a you know nice little experiment for both of us to kind of like you know get our feet wet in the the streaming thing we've made sure that it's actually being recorded this time doubly recorded and- yeah, doubly recorded, right? Because uh, we'll be sending this out as a just for fun, just what, like just an audio podcast. But it will also officially, yep. once we hit stop here, it will drop onto the uh, Titter Pigs uh, YouTube channel. And um, yeah, good times. Yeah, we'll this get it out, this. and we'll get it out on um, Anchor uh, yeah. probably in the next week. Yeah, and next time we do this, we'll actually have something to talk about, not just pull stuff out of our butts just for fun. So um, I, be prepared. Well, we will actually prepare. Speaking of which, before we go, what's what's coming up with with Titter Pigs? Uh, we've, we're going to hopefully be talking with a couple of people before we head to Gen Con. One of which is um, the reason why we're doing this today was, uh, you know, Guy. I'm sorry. What's his last name? Milner. Guy Milner, uh, who you know, he was going to pop in and we were going to have some chats about one shots and, you know, playing games at cons, how to, you know, maximize it you know his his ideas and suggestions since that's his specialty and we will be having a special guest uh do we want to announce that yet or do you want to wait for it, it to uh to actually record because i have no problem if you want to keep it you know top no, we can now. uh we, okay. we can announce that that's fine go ahead well, go ahead no no it's oh um uh later this coming week uh we are going to um have uh in the studio we're going to have uh david larkin from chaosium uh, he is the line editor for the uh, Pendragon uh, product line. We're going to have him in the studio and we're going to have a, a nice conversation with him uh, talking about mm-hmm. Pendragon, his other game uh, or his other uh, book that he wrote, uh, Berlin for Call of Cthulhu and just some other some other G-Wiz stuff we're going to talk about for a while. And we're going to get that out uh, before we go to Gen Con. So that'll be out before the end of, end of the month as well. And we've got a few other irons in the fire. We're just trying to line up, uh, get those little ducks in a row, and make all those connections. And we're gonna do a we're gonna do a live recording, quasi live recording at Gen Con still, because um, you're gonna have myself and Scott in the same place with uh, Bud and Pookie and Debbie, because we're mm-hmm. all gonna be housemates. <laughs> yep. Um, we all rented a house together at Gen Con and. Uh, who knows who else is going to show up? Cause we're going to have, a we're going to do a, like a barbecue, a cookout at the house. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's our plan anyway. So hopefully we're going to maybe have some other guests um, at the barbecue. So try to get them in a recording as well. So yes. who knows who's going to pop in on that thing. And there'll be plenty of pictures, you know, other uh, other things that are going to be updated. Brits with guns uh, as they visit um, Walmart and we take them down the uh, gun aisle encounter. You know, that. Oh, uh, yes. You know, wonderful, wonderful thing. I hop, you know, uh, you know, pancakes, you know, certain certain wonderful things that it's it's you know it is gen con and it's all about i look gaming, forward but... to getting a picture of pookie at walmart with a gun in his hand oh i am i i want to <laughs> i mean you you've been to walmart obviously so uh, there, yeah i live a, around the corner from one there's there's a t-shirt that uh you know i want to put on pookie as he's holding the gun in his hand so with oh. you know, with 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 the hunting cap you know a, you know duck whistle just the whole nine yards so. oh excellent yes well all right. I think, I think well, we will call it and move on with the first right. life, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for popping in and, like yeah, I said, and, you know, and helping us, you know, helping us figure this out and do this. So, yeah, I mean, this is something that we can start doing more and more and more. And just, you know, it's fun interacting. Although I'd still prefer, you know, one on one chatting, but this, this is a way to keep people at a distance like Tony. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Tony. And, and all the other little people. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Tony. So, well, Keith, it's been great, and yeah. so oh, we'll need to get on. we'll need to get Pookie drunk. Yeah, we can it's do a, that too. It's a date. Ah, <laughs> let's do it. It's all a right. Date. No, Thanks, everybody. All right. Take Thanks, care, everyone. Have a happy Fourth and Treason.